looking pretty, but my mom think I'm handsome. Hello, everybody. We're back. My name is Alex. This is What's the Deal? As always, we're going to start with some sports, particularly the NBA. It's been a little spicy. I'm looking at the, I'm going to start with the Bulls and Spurs. You know, the Bulls get DeMar. Obviously, the Bulls recently have been making plays for, they're, they're trying to win. They're definitely trying to win now. I mean, when they made the trade for Vucevic, um, and then they get DeMar now, and they, they just resigned uh, Zach Levine, they are tired of being bad, it seems like. So they're going all in. Um, I'm not sure it's going to work out, um, but we'll see, you know. Uh, let's see. Let's read, let's read about the – yeah, they are serious about continuing for the playoffs. This is according to CBS Sports. They did a sign and trade to acquire Lonzo Ball. What did they give up for? So he's heading to Chicago. So this is ridiculous. Lonzo Ball is going to get four years, eighty-five million. That's insane. I mean, I know he had like pretty good shooting. Like he was a good three and D guy. I guess eighty-five million for four years. Oof. The New Orleans Pelicans will send Ball to Chicago in exchange for Thomas Sadoransky. There's nobody. Garrett Temple. Eh. In a second round pick. So I guess they just didn't want to pay Lonzo. They didn't want to pay him 85. Hey, I don't blame you. So there's that. Um, but this. So now, now they get. And they also added Alex Caruso, which is a good bench bench guy. Um, but they're getting DeMar. And I think last season, one of his more efficient seasons, because DeMar has pretty much been a volume shooter mostly just shooting <laughs> lots of shots and hoping that they go in um not very efficient and he hasn't i mean he's only been an all-star four times so he's not even it's not even like he's that great i guess and then you can i mean you look it's almost like andrew wiggins he has 20 points and then less than four assists you know what i mean and his field goal percentage is uh his three-point percentage uh for his career is 28 and this is last year was oh but his per it jumped his career average per is 18 and this year is 22 and per if people don't know is player efficiency rating and it measures uh the permanent production so that's pretty insane um but let's see the that's lonzo ball all right so they are signing damar to a three-year 85 to a sign and trade with san antonio this gives chicago another piece so they're gonna give thaddeus young which Thaddeus Young is old, isn't he? Yeah, he is 33. I mean, he's a good player. Not gonna lie, he's a good, uh, good, good role player. I think he fits. Uh, I think he could fit the Spurs system pretty well. It's not like he's gonna like move. Um, and then a future first round pick. And it doesn't say, uh, at least in this article, if that first round pick. Okay, well, according to ESPN, they get Thaddeus Young and Al Camino. And a future first round pick, and they're not saying uh, okay. So because of the Nikola Vucevic trade in March, the first time the Bulls can trade a first round or 2026 because of the Stepien rule, I think is what it's called. You can't like trade back to back. Depending on whether Chicago sends its 2023 pick, top four protected, or 2024 top three protected, which is, I mean, with a team that they're putting together. I think it's pretty safe to say that they're going to convey those picks over to them. But they were also going to send a second round pick via the Lakers 
They can trade. They're either going to trade a 2025 or 2026, but it's it's not telling. I'm still not told whether in a protected first round pick. Okay, so it is protected. It can't be that highly. Okay, so here we go. The future first round pick will convey in 2025 at the earliest, since the Bulls owe their 2023 first rounder to Orlando. See, I am not a huge fan of I mean I get it you know but these these players are not it's not like you're getting a, a LeBron James a single player that's going you're you're really they're you know auctioning off their entire future so it's either 2025 at the earliest and or, or and then the second rounders Chicago is sending to San Antonio are the are the Lakers 2022 pick and the Bulls own 2025 pick yeah so now he's a bull so and I forget I forgot about Laurie Markinen. They still have Laurie Markinen. I'm not sure he's still in Chicago. Yeah, I don't know. So my my take on this is interesting for sure. Um, I'm not so sure that. I mean, I guess it's nice. I I, I think it you know that first round pick. I don't. It's, it just says it's protected. I can't find top four or whatever. But it'll probably convey because they're going to be good. They're not going to be bad enough where it'll be in the uh, in the top, you know, five or whatever. Um, but this 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 guy has uh, is listed the, the the lineup as Lonzo, Levine, DeRozan, Williams, with Patrick Williams, which is he's from Florida State, pretty good, and then Vucevic, and and then they got Caruso too. So, I mean, that, that they're six deep there. Um, and in some of your responses, that's looking like a fifth seed. Uh, yeah, that's about right. Uh, I don't think, you know, it's like, yeah, it's it's cool and all. Um, I just, I think the worst spot to be in the NBA, if you're if you're a team, is in that middle zone. If you make the playoffs and you're like a seven, six seed, you know, how, I mean, how often do does a seven or six seed make it past the semifinals, you know, let alone the first round? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't see the Bulls with this roster beating the Bucks. I don't see them. I mean, the Bucks did lose PJ Tucker. I, I mean, I, I do know that. Let me look that up. Because uh, I think that is going to be huge. They're going to have to replace him. Yeah, PJ is going to the Heat. So I wonder what they're going to do. Who they're going to replace him with? Because. It's not, I mean, he only averaged 3.7 points, four rebounds, and an assist. But his defense was huge, especially in game seven against the Nets. Um, yeah, although he's 36 years old, he played nearly 30 minutes a game. And just the energy he, he, he gave tense. So I'm glad he got paid. I mean, it's, uh, what, did, what was the, what's the deal for? Does it say? Yeah, okay. We'll leave Milwaukee after just one season to sign a two-year deal. A player a player option on the second? That's nice. That's awesome. Worth $15 million total. I'm going. That's pretty nice. I guess they didn't want to pay him. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do to replace. Okay, this says Milwaukee Bucks. Really quiet. Ah, okay. So free agent forward semi Ojale. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think that's a good replacement for P.J. Tucker, but... Anyways, yeah. Uh, if you're the Bulls, you're going to be middle of the pack. 
I mean, the Knicks, they're pretty good. They're, they're just going to get better, I think, um, hopefully. They, they did lose Derrick Rose, which I, I saw. Talk about that. 76ers, this guy has him as a sixth seed for next year. Man, if they if they can if they can just kind of put it together a little bit, I don't know. I don't know. They're not really making any moves, it seems, this offseason. The big thing up here is that Carmelo, like, it doesn't matter. I mean, Carmelo is a shell of himself. I guess he's better than nothing. And then Steph, Malik Monk is going to the Lakers. Yeah, so the Malik Monk was the 11th pick. Kind of a butter in his career. Um, but it says last season, I think that, you know, but Monk made a career high 11 points a game. Hey, it's not bad. It's a valuable score, a low-risk deal. Toronto re-signed Duncan Robinson. What? What? All right, real quick, just tell me, what what are they paying Malik Monk? Tell me, what is your salary? I guess, okay. This, on basketball reference, it just says $5 million. Uh, I don't know what it is now. And check that out. Appears all the Lakers trade additions have been for the minimum taxpayer mid-level exception of 5.9 is still available. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it seems like that's not bad. Not bad. Um, I did see, I did happen to see uh, Kendrick Nunn is going to play for the Lakers. Not bad. Um, I think the fact that they're getting Malik and Kendrick means they're going to get rid of Schroeder. Um, so, but Schroeder... I think he still. I don't know if he has, is this the end of his contract, but he gone. And then this, I think this is huge. Patty Mills is going to the Nets. What? I didn't even know they had money. But that's awesome. It gives you some depth. Um, a point guard. Because uh, Spence, because he left, right? He dipped. He's out. Free agent Spencer Dinwiddie, nearing deal with Washington. Um, but that's their only backup. He's always hurt. So it says this this says he's headed to Washington, but the detail of the rumor is they will but they're still talking to Los Angeles. So I guess it's still not pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Andre Drummond's going to the Sixers because I uh, Dwight Howard, I think is going Callan Horton Tucker has agreed to a three year thirty was he really that good? I'm gonna I'm gonna look at his stats. Hort this is from Woj. Horton Tucker is an important asset for Lakers. A young twenty year old ascending so they're really banking on him producting and then the reply lists the the roster so their starting lineup would be russell westbrook wayne ellington trevor ariza who's old as crap lebron and anthony davis and then off the bench would be malik monk dwight howard carmelo anthony tht yeah i think yeah i think the 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 lebron is cool and all but 45% 45% from the field to win. His PER was a 12.9. And as, as I said before, league average is a 15. I understand young players are typically, but, oh yeah, I wanted to talk. He's in, oh. oh. So his stats, he averaged 13 points. Yeah, he just shoots threes. I mean, I mean, we know we know his game. But it said he agreed Monday to re-sign to the Heat to a five-year, $90 million contract. Is he good on defense? Is that, like, is there something I'm missing? I don't know. Let's, let's, uh, basketball reference. First of all, what is 18, 18, uh, last year, 13 points, shot 40% from um, PR of 11. Not good. 
But PER is not necessarily a, the correct sense. 0.6 steal percentage, an estimate of the percentage of opponent possessions that end with a steal by the player while they were on the floor. 0.9. His defensive, yeah, his defensive box plus minus is a estimate of the defensive points per 100 possessions a player contributed above league average player. He was negative point chucking threes. I that's this guy. Uh, the loser so far in free agency. Yeah, I guess because they didn't land. Oh, oh, oh my! I can't believe I forgot about this. Yes, of course. The big winner is Chris Paul. Chris Paul. I think I talked about this yesterday. He declined his player option of forty-four million, and he's he's thirty-six. You know who does that? Who does that? Chris Paul does. So he he turned it down, and then signed a four-year contract with the Phoenix Suns worth $120 million. Not all of that is guaranteed. So I'd, I'd love to know what the... Do we, do we know what the contract details are uh, worth up to? This tells me nothing. Yeah, <laughs> they give it a, a C. I would have let him walk if I'm Phoenix. I'm, letting him, I'm just going to let him go. Uh, I don't think... I don't think he helps. He's old. You know he's gonna get hurt, but what I know it's not uh, guaranteed. I want to know uh, of his boy. That's crazy. So four years, hundred twenty. So in his age thirty nine season, he's gonna have a base salary of thirty three. That is crazy. I don't know why. If he, this, I mean, I heard that not all of it was guaranteed, but this is telling me that it is guaranteed. According to Arizona Sports' John Gambadoro, the third year of Paul's deal is partially guaranteed, about $15 million. The final season in which Paul would end the year as a 40-year-old is a team option. Oh, okay, that's not so bad. That's not so bad. So the third year being $15 million, and considering his annual average salary is around 30. puts his total deal at 75 if he only played out two more. Okay, it's still a lot of money for I don't know if I was him. I would have just taken the forty-four. And the, yeah, they're still over the luxury tax. But yeah, he's the real winner right now in the offseason. That's a lot of money. So congratulations, Chris. Paul. You, uh, you got paid. That's what I love when athletes get paid. They do a lot. A lot of times, it's uh, it's like you're expected when you get drafted. It's like you're supposed to show like some sort of like loyalty to the team, the organization. I get that, but that has to be earned. I'm always gonna roof. Doesn't bother me a bit. All right, so next topic, uh, I guess, is political. I mean, <laughs> there's, there's no guessing about it. It is political, but it's, it's, it's interesting to me. Um, it's, it's fascinating. Um, people don't talk about it, and, but people would be talking about it if it was somebody different. But um, governor, yeah, from 11 women, then Biden when asked if he thinks he should resign, he said, oh, it's kind of crazy. Usually Democrats will circle the wagon when it comes to their own, right? They'll defend them till it literally, and at this point, it's like, it says AGE's report, however, found that Cuomo harassed multiple women, many of whom are young women, by engaging in unwanted groping and by making, according to the, the behavior, showed a path. Yeah, so that, I mean, it's kind of crazy that this is what's going to do them in because the next thing I want is the fact that if you look up Chris Cuomo, 
Oh, not Chris Cuomo. It, it's uh, is it Andrew Cuomo? Time. Yes. So I'm trying to get a good yes. So the 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 New York there's a Wikipedia page for it. The New York COVID nineteen nursing home scandal. In January 2021, the AG of New York released a report finding that Andrew Cuomo had understated the toll of COVID-19 related deaths in state nursing homes by as much as 50. The scandal was made public February 11th. The nature of the scandal is widely known as an alleged cover-up background. On May 10th, 25th, which directed nurses, nursing homes to admit patients carrying COVID-19. Because earlier on March 25th, uh, he said that nursing homes must accept residents or further stated that no residents shall be denied based solely. And if you know anything about COVID-19, if you're old, it ain't good. The Associated Press reported on in May 21st, 2020, that over 4,500 uh, who were recovering from COVID, a lot of people died. And then letting people know, yeah, they try to rewrite the report. It's kind of crazy. I mean, so this says the report. On, on January 28th, the AG issued a report saying that the they undercounted the total deaths from COVID-19 within nursing homes by 50% because he and suggests that many after being transferred, which is not reflected in the deep, published total nursing home death data. In the weeks following the, this report, the death toll of long-term care patients within the state had gone up from 8,500 to 15,000. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. So, but, I mean, like I said, this is all is May, you know, February. It was a couple months ago. I mean, nothing happened. But you can't uh you can't grope and kiss and inappropriately touch 11 women and get away with it apparently yeah i mean he's a bad governor he's been a bad governor for a long time i mean if you live in new york it sucks in speaking of big cities i want to talk about uh um, observation but in chicago yeah so here's what i'm looking for it's not chicago but the the rates are about the same uh but the story it's on yahoo finance for some reason um, but in, in D.C., which is also a terrible city, you know, any urban area is get out. Crime is uh, going nuts. But it says murders surpassed coronavirus deaths in July by nearly three to one ratio. The number of homicides in Washington, D.C. surpassed COVID deaths in the city by nearly three to one ratio. There were 21 homicides throughout the month. It's crazy. The statistic comes as D.C. recorded 100 homicides by July 10th, the earliest the city has hit that number. That's insane. I just like, could you imagine living there, living in, like in, being in D.C. at night or something? I don't know. It just goes to show you, because there's people who are saying that, you know, we should wear masks now inside, even if you're vaccinated, um, which I, I've already talked about before. I don't want to like bring it up a bunch, but it's it's not really about you it's not these people don't care necessarily uh, and maybe not all of them i can't say all of them but these people who are making decisions from the top down um legislating and even if you're vaccinated here's an example of uh why you can't really this is uh, the new york post 
Former President Barack Obama is uh, creating a nightmare, quote-unquote, by trying to get nearly 700 people to his 60th birthday bat. Yep. George Clooney, Steven Spielberg, Oprah, and 475 guests are expected to attend along with 200 hired hands. This quote is from Representative Elite. New York's 21st Congressional District. Uh, Democrats are imposing unscientific mask mandates while contemplating more lockdowns. Meanwhile, President Obama is hosting over 500 elites at his Martha's Vineyard mansion. If you or I did that, it'd be called a super spreader event by the Democrats. And then she said, typical liberal, do as I say not. It does appear to be a double standard. I don't know what, who to trust, right? I mean, it's it's my personal belief and dogma that uh, federal government authority is 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 kind of like a, a trust but verify. You know, you, you you should always be suspicious, right? Like follow the you know whenever you get pulled over by a cop or something goes on, like comply, but be suspicious. But when it, you know. This is different. It's not necessarily a, you know, you're dealing with a police officer. When you're dealing with the federal government or your state government or your local government, always be suspicious because they're, they they generally don't have your best interests at heart. You think about some of these people. I mean, Nancy Pelosi, right? Let's look up, if I, if I Google Nancy Pelosi, anybody want to guess? How long she's been in politics and how old she is. She is. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait. I gotta scroll all the way down because she's been she's been in government for so long. She is 81. 81. Insane. Um how long has she been in government? Currently in her 18th term. Pelosi was first elected to Congress in an 18 or 1987 18. That doesn't make sense. 1987 special election. Following her father into politics, crazy. I mean, I'm just gonna look it up because I don't want to have to. Look. Okay, so this says how long a politician. I think all people, no matter if you're you believe in the R's, you should. Always, always be suspicious and not trust politicians. I'm just saying. So she's been in the House of Representatives. It's not even government. Like she, There's other things she's done with government. But years in that position, 34. 34 years. Does it make sense to have... Uh, a House of Representative person be in that position for 34 years. And according to this website, Ballotpedia, uh, it's the Encyclopedia for American Politics, she has been, it's crazy how long she's been in office, but it says here her net worth is almost $90 million. That would definitely please So... And I, I'm, I'm guessing she doesn't really spend any of her own money, but I mean, when you, when you, when you think of, of, a, of a politician that would, would follow the, the mantra, "Do as I say, not as I do," 
I think of Nancy Pelosi, right? I mean, early on in the lockdowns, I mean, in the middle of the lockdowns, <coughs> there's, you know, everything shut down. It was, it was crazy. You know, there's video of her at a hair salon, not wearing a mask or doing anything. Do as I say, not as I do. It's not about your safety. And I won't make it a right or left thing because there's a lot of people on the right too that are crappy politicians. Um, politicians in general suck. That's why the federal government sucks. The federal government literally does nothing good. There, there's nothing about the federal government that it successfully does other than maybe like defense. Because could you imagine, if you, if you were to imagine, you look back, you know, throughout from post-World War II until, you know, the, you know 1995 or whatever, if Russia had won the Cold War instead of the United States, what the world would look like? Nuts. I mean, so I, I don't know. I just, I think there should be term limits. Absolutely. There's no need for someone to be in office for 34. She's going to be in office until 2023. Um, and it says she's a Catholic, but uh, I mean, we can, we can look at her issues um, so if she says, she, she says she is a Catholic, right? Just like Joe Biden, but he was denied, denied communion. Uh, if I were to Google Nancy Pelosi and then abortion, what am I going to find out? Here we go. This is the, her voting record on abor abortion. Uh, what, are, what are some of these things? Prison abortion funding amendment. She voted yes, but it was re ultimately rejected. Oversee military abortions amendment. Yes. Abortion funding amendment. Yes. Vote to adopt an amendment that allows the district funds to be used for abortion-related activities. She did vote no in 1997 on partial birth of late-term abortion. Um, so that's good. It's a vote to pass a bill that pro oh, oh, prohibits any individual from knowingly performing a procedure in which a fetus is partially delivered before it is aborted, unless the life of the woman is endangered. So she voted no on that. Interesting. She didn't. She didn't like that. She is. Uh, well, that's that's interesting. Let's let's. I want I want to know specifically her stance on. Partial birth abortions. Let's see. So this is a from Pelosi.house.gov. It's a statement from her in 2004, making a statement on when the federal court ruled that partial birth abortion ban is unconstitutional. So this is her statement. 
Today, the district court confirmed that we have known and have been saying since this legislation was introduced, the federal ban on abortion procedures is extreme. It violates women's rights to make private medical decisions. So, so when, when Bush signed into law the so-called partial birth abortion ban into law, um, he became the first president to, in history to ban a safe and medically accepted procedure. Safe for who exactly? Uh, is this, I mean, it's definitely not the baby, right? Um, so if we, we look up, I'm sure there's a Wikipedia page that will just give us the facts. You know, I'm not going to add any, anything else. I'm just going to tell you what it is. All right, partial birth abortion. This is from NPR. So I kind of want to look. Yeah, here we go. Here's the Wikipedia page. It's called Intact Dilation and Extraction. It's a very small percentage of people, but it still happens. Let's read this NPR uh, article. It says, separating the spin from the fact. Uh, let's see. All right, so the, uh, the, the quote-unquote spin is that the baby is born headfirst, normally, and then killed. I mean, there's no really other way to say it. And then disposed of but it says but partial birth is not a medical term it's a political one and highly confusing okay so educate me what does it mean uh it's alternatively it's known as dilation and extraction it involves removing the fetus intact by dilating a woman's cervix then pulling the entire body out of the birth canal uh, how is that any different than what you just described up here? The partial birth part. Um, abortions performed after the 20th week of pregnancy typically require that the fetus be dismembered inside the womb so it can be removed without damaging the woman's cervix. And uh, apparently dilation and extraction is kind of a, a risky thing to do so it's just easier to cut them up inside take them out so yeah that's that's nancy's stance on uh, abortion um i won't get into that anymore but i i kind of got on a tangent there from this obama party but it's like he's gonna have this super spreader event and no no one cares no, nobody, I mean, literally, like, is anyone going to, like, call him out? Is he, he's definitely going to do it. It's not like he's not going to. And I, and I guarantee you, no one's going to be wearing a mask. But, uh, I, I don't know. I just think that, in general, you should have a general distrust for the federal government. I'm not saying being you know anarchist or whatever, but just like don't just take what they say as like fact. You know what I mean? You're just like like okay, government says it, so I'll do it. I mean, I mean, for example, the uh, the federal food pyramid. Do you remember this, anybody out there? When the food pyramid was first introduced, 
<clears throat> the first pyramid was published in Sweden, 1974. The 1992 pyramid uh, by the United States Department of Agriculture uh, is called Eating Right. So this is a picture of the pyramid. Uh, from the at the bottom, you have your grains, your bread, cereal, rice, and pasta. Above that, you got vegetables and fruits. Above that, you got cheese and yogurt and meat. And then above that, you got fats and oils. And if you look at, um, because the main distinction, there was a study done, and they found that because Eisenhower had a heart attack, it was a big deal, right? Oh, man, we got to get healthy. We got to start thinking about this. One guy was like, I think it's uh, cholesterol. That's what's got to be. So, you know what doesn't have cholesterol? Bread. <laughs> but you know what bread does have? Carbohydrates. Well, you know what carbohydrates turn into? Sugar. So, uh, not the best. Um, and here, I, I watched this video explaining um, how the government... I mean, just... It's a simple thing. All it is is, you know, uh, setting up some sort of standardized diet for the average American. It says, in 1977, the government set its first dietary guidelines. And at that time, the average American male weighed 170 pounds. He now weighs 197. Uh, and that's not any better for women. They went from 145 to 170. Um, not a surprise, everyone knows that. Uh, the percentage of people diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, which is the kind of diabetes that you just get, it's not like you're born with type, it's type 1, uh, was 2% in 77, and now it's over 9% in 2015. In just raw numbers, it says it went from 5 million people to 30 million people. Um... It basically, what started it all was Eisenhower had a heart attack and they were like, we got to do something. And one scientist said, uh, it's, it's fat, uh, high fat and cholesterol. No, we take that out. No more of that. Low fat. No more, no more fat and you will lower your heart disease risk. And anybody who had any objection was shouted down. Sounds very familiar, doesn't it? Um, and of course, over the over the course of time, people got fat. They started to they, they followed it. I mean, I remember. But the point being is that why in in the, in the first place would you be depending on the government telling you what you your diet should be? Like, are are you not an adult? And then if you're not, shouldn't your parents be telling you what to eat? Not the government. Why does the government care at all about what your diet is? What? I don't understand. But that's, I mean, that's the whole problem, right? There's a lot of things the government's involved in that doesn't really make sense. And they're bad at everything, um, generally. And not, not even generally, I think it's just like in all cases. You, I mean, and I can see people pointing to things like NASA, but I mean, if you if you do research, maybe I'll bring stats up next episode. But when the space race was going on, 
It was incredibly expensive, wildly expensive, and way over budget, took way longer, was very inefficient, you know. And now people are going to space privately. And people are mocking, you know, the, the, the Virgin Airlines guy and uh, Jeff Bezos going to space. Oh man, if only they could, uh, they could cure hunger instead of going to space. If only curing hunger was that easy, right? Um, I don't know. I just think, I think it's great that those guys went to space because think back, think back to the first iPhone. Who were the people who got the first iPhones? Rich people. And now what? Everyone has an iPhone. And it is awesome. They're good. Um, uh, I kind of want to talk about this. It's also political, but I'm going to try to be even-handed about it. It's about critical race theory, which is an offshoot of critical theory, which is an offshoot of Marxism. Um, and so this is an animated video created by Kimberly Crenshaw. She's one of the founders of critical race theory. And she's illustrating, she's using this as a way of explaining what CRT is. And so I'm going to play it. Obviously, you can't see it, but I'll describe what's going on. It starts off with white people at 1909, 1908, holding, I don't know, these little like just cylinders, and they just have money signs on them. And it says wealth disparities. And then there's this, I guess, black person and then a Latino. I don't know. There are people of color right here. And there, there's stop signs in front of them. They, they can't go. But white people are already running. And it's wealth dispar disparities. And then they got to wait all the way until 1964. Now they can go. And they're running. And they're running. And they're running. They're still behind the white people. It doesn't, they're not catching up. And now there's a cloud that's above them. And they're getting struck by lightning and rained on. And that is discrimination. Of course, everybody faces discrimination all the time. And now they're falling over big rocks. And it's poor schooling. It's representing the poor schooling. Uh, and, and a point I want to make there is that 95%, uh, 90% of black people vote Democrat. And Democrats are very against school choice. Um, that doesn't compute to me. I mean... Uh, why not have a performance-based, you know, school system? I mean, I, I would be in favor of just redoing the entire public education system. Instead of just throwing money at bad schools and rewarding schools for being bad, attach vouchers, tax dollars to students, and then they can just choose wherever they go. And it's like, it wouldn't be that difficult. The buses was, the buses could still run, right? The buses would just, just like work like public transit and just make stops. But they vote Dems, and Dems don't like school choice. So I don't understand. So that was bad schooling. And then there's a hole, and she falls into a hole, and her friend helps her, and this is underemployment, um, which, uh, I mean, this was posted July 15, 2021. I mean... The, the economy, I mean, right now there's a shortage of workers in the economy, right? People, there are plenty of jobs out there for people. So I don't understand. They don't, obviously, none of this, they don't provide any, like, evidence or, like, examples. 
but there's a pool of sharks in the way that they have to swim through, and it's supposed to represent standardized tests. Somehow standardized tests are racist uh, and unfair to black people. I don't know. I don't get it. It's as if, like, 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 do all white people do well on standardized tests? I don't know. It gets worse. It gets worse. I've watched this before, but they're running. They're still persevering. And now there's a cage that falls from the sky. What's going on? And her friend gets put in a cage and then starts floating up into the sky. And it's supposed to represent the school to prison pipeline. And it's just the runners floating up into the heaven to jail. And then there's an arrow that says there's a rest area over here in this neighborhood. But nope, can't go in because of housing segregation. And she gets to this point and now it's a quote unquote random drug test. So that's racial profiling. She got through that, she's running, she gets, there's a brick wall she has to stop at. And she, she sits down, she looks defeated. And that's representing a shortened lifespan. And then all of a sudden people out of nowhere come over and start building a moving sidewalk like you see in the airport. And it's like a conveyor belt, just going. And on that conveyor belt, what do you think? Yep, there's the white guy. Privilege. Wealth. And old boy network. So this video, if you were to watch this, your takeaways would be black people have a, have a heart in more ways than one. And for white people, in this illustration, this, this analogy, they literally have to do, they do, they have to do nothing and they just get wealth. He has a cup that says Yale. I couldn't get into Yale. There was no chance I was going to get into Yale. Um, so I think, I think more people should watch this. Uh, it only has 3,400 views. The like to dislike ratio is pretty bad. So that's good. Um, but more people should see this um, because it really it is really uh, ridiculous. It's pretty, pretty insane. Um, it's, it's not a good look, I would say. Uh, it, really, it really does illustrate how, how dumb CRT is and how vile and gross it can be. That from a, from a young age, right? From the minute you're born, if you're white, Racism is, a, is just inherent in society and will not ever go away. There can never be a society that is not racist, systemically. Right? I'm not denying the fact that there are racists out there, right? Just, I mean, there's, there's probably at least one of some extreme thing somewhere. There's a lot of people out there, right? So there's got to be. There's going to be racists. But, like, in my short time here on Earth, I've never witnessed, like what I would consider legit racism, like someone being racist to somebody else. I mean, I, I really, I, I haven't experienced it. Um, and I don't know, what do you tell people, like when you watch that video and the white guys on the moving sidewalk, what, what do you tell people like Appalachia, West Virginia, Ohio, the Rust Belt, those poor white people. What do you tell those guys? Why aren't they like wealthy? Where's their white privilege? What's up with that? 
whatever. I'm done talking about that. It annoys me and it's controversial and I don't want to make people upset. But uh, I think something I want to end on, I think, is this uh, Olympic thing. So generally I've been kind of ignoring the Olympics. Um, partially because I don't care. And then partially because I think if you were to take a poll of all the American Olympic people, uh, if it's not, and you were to ask them, are you proud to be an American? I think you would get a number less than 100%. And that is unacceptable to me. In the Olympics. Like, are you kidding me? You're in the Olympics representing the United States, but you're not proud to live here? Why are you competing for this country then? Why are you trying to win a medal? But that's not the take that uh, Tamira Menchestak, hopefully I said that right, she won gold in wrestling, which is crazy, wrestling. And this is her quote. She says, I love representing the U.S. I freaking love living here. I love it. I'm so happy I get to represent the USA. Let's see if my mic will pick this up. I want to play the audio. So it's 50 seconds long. Of course I surprise myself. It's by the grace of God I'm able to even move my feet. Like, I just leave it in his hands and I pray that all the practice, that the hell that my freaking coach has put me through pays off. And every single time it does. And I get better and better. And it's so weird that there is no cap to the limit that I can do. And I'm, I'm excited to see what... What I have next. Last question for you. That American flag around your shoulders looks pretty good. How does that feel to represent your country like this? It feels amazing. I love representing the U.S. I freaking love living there. I love it. And I'm so happy I get to represent U.S.A. <laughs> love it. Bro, like how do you not get hype for her? How? Like I'm instantly a fan of her because of that. First, for the first part, I didn't even know she said that. That wasn't even part of the quote that I read. But she said, by the grace of God, I'm able to move my feet, you know? I'm just ready. I'm excited to see what I can do next. She doesn't have that victim, victimhood uh, mentality. She is not. She's not. She's like, I'm not a victim. I can overcome. And she did. She won gold. And then to say be wrapped up in the flag and be like, I freaking love it here. USA gives me, gives me goosebumps. I mean, cause it's like, it's like rare. People don't do that. It's like almost faux pas to, to be like patriotic, you know, but that's, I love her attitude, right? I wish, I wish more people would do that. It has 2.8 million views. Um, I just, I don't know. There's just a lot of people in the Olympics that are not necessarily pro-America. I mean, maybe neutral at best. But, I mean, just looking at the video, she's so excited to be representing the United States. She's wrapped up in the flag. She's excited that she won. She's ready for what's next, you know. She's, she's not blaming it. She's not like, I mean, I would imagine if she got silver, she wouldn't be like, man, oh, someone else finally got cheated. Nope. She, uh, she got excited. So her name is Tamira Mincha Stock.
and she's awesome. She won gold in freestyle wrestling. And she is currently the number one woman wrestler in the world. So good for you, man. Good for you. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan, and I am legitimately proud that she's out there for us. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's, that's what I want to end the podcast on. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice, patriotic, good note. Um, you know, maybe I, I had some other things I was going to talk about. It's kind of a shorter episode. I think I, I, I talked a lot about the NBA. There was a lot going on, um, in the NBA just in general. Um, but I, I mean, it's, it's off season, man. It's free agency. Got to talk about it. So, um, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I enjoy making it. Uh, I'll make another one tomorrow. So that's it for me, and I will see you guys later.